Hello. 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 So, welcome back to another episode. We have special guest on, my older brother, Brendan. How you doing tonight? I'm good, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, so, today's topic is social media. As we all know it, we, we have it on our phones, every social media app, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Um, I have a few questions for you. Um, so first question, what was the first social media site that you used? Oh boy. First social media that I used, um, I'd probably say Facebook. I know a lot of our family uses Facebook quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I think that was just the easiest way to sort of connect with our family that was, you know, not living close to home. Nice, nice. And I think the first social media site that really stood out was what, MySpace? Yeah, I think that was that was the first one that got really popular. I never had one um, just because I didn't really find the interest in it. And I think it that really came about um, – that came about and was a little more popular with people that were like a year or two older than I was. Um, so I didn't really get into it. I was a little bit younger at the time before I even got into Facebook. But, but yeah, MySpace was – MySpace was pretty big. I remember, I remember hearing about MySpace and growing up with Facebook. You know, I still have it. You know, our parents use it, so always got to check in what they're posting and tagging us in. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so why is social media so big nowadays? Because I know a lot of people are on it, and um, for the class that I'm in, for that this podcast is for, we learn about social media and and how it how it is growing and everything. So why is it so big nowadays? Well, I mean, I think, I mean, this takes a very technical approach to that answer, I guess. But I mean, the whole evolution of, you know, humans is to, to try to do things more efficiently and in a better way. I mean, that's how technology just not necessarily electronics and social media, but that's how technology is in going from digging your own hole to having a, a machine do it. Um, I think it it's just it's in our nature to do things more efficiently and to sort of receive either information or either material objects quicker. Um, I guess looking at Amazon Prime, how people want pay more to to get things quicker. Um, I think it really shows like for for music and for ads and for um, information. I mean, a lot of the a lot of social media today is. I mean, the the big thing is news. And I think we, we just want all of our information as quick as possible. And I think we've possibly have come a little too accustomed to getting, getting things as quick as we can. Yeah, no, I, I agree on that. I, I think we're, we depend on social media a lot more. And, you know, some of the things that we see in the news might be true, but it doesn't have a lot of the information that we need to believe that it's true. You know, it could be fake, you know, there's fake news and, and that's why social media is, you know, pretty big. Of course. Is, is you know, what you said with the news and everything, but it's, it's kind of scary to think about that, you know, people can just post whatever they want and, you know, people with big followership, you know, can put something out there and their followers will believe it because, that's who they follow and they like to watch and, you know, read what they have to post. And that's kind of scary to look at as well. Yeah, absolutely. 
that leads into the next question. What is the use of social media and how does it affect our generation? I know you already said the use of it, of, of news and, and music and stuff like that, but what, what effects does it have on, you know, your generation, my generation, you know, and the generations to come because they're so, they're so different. You know, kids nowadays are having phones and, and living on Instagram all the time. So mm-hmm. well, what effects does it have? Well, um, I mean, the effects, I mean, that's, I mean, you can, you can tell the effects by honestly, the years that people were born. I mean, obviously we, you know, we, we have to go back and teach our family members that don't necessarily know technology too much or even social media that much, how to do things. I mean, I know, I know dad has had a couple questions about just how to post things and he's posted a bunch of things. So, I mean, it's just, some people get it easier than some others. And it's, it really comes down, I think, to the way that you're raised. And I mean, at least for us, I think that, I mean, well, I guess maybe more specifically right now to me, I mean, I was, I was born, um, 1997 when, um, when technology electronic wise and social media wise was, was really kind of getting, getting up and going. And, and then I had the gradual, um, the gradual life of, you know, going into using social media and technology in a very, um, I guess I would say slow way and not, I, maybe not slow, but I mean, I, I guess I was, you know, I wasn't forced into it. Like I think people who are born now and sort of later than that, um, maybe later than like 2010 or something, um, they're sort of born into this high tech, very fast paced type of world. And like I said, that's, that's how going, going into people, um, people getting what they want and getting the answers that they want and the news that they want to hear or either what they want to see, um, whether that's memes or news or, you know, just ads or just stuff they want to buy and stuff. It's just, I think that the, the quicker you're put into social media and stuff like this, the quicker that you're introduced, I guess would be the right word. I think that is, that's what really affects I guess how much that you may use it slash how, you know, it may affect you and others like in your family and stuff, because, you know, that's just like, like you said, people are just living on their phones and stuff. And it's, it's pretty easy to do that when you can get everything, you know, at your fingertips, literally. So. Yeah. Especially during this time, you know, with the whole pandemic and of course people have more time. Yeah. You know, Today, for example, I I woke up and I just didn't feel like doing anything because it was such a gloomy day out and I've just been sitting on my phone and and watching YouTube on the laptop and, you know, playing video games for a little bit. And it's like it's so easy to just fall in this deep hole to just watch whatever you want, yeah. you know, whether it's, you know, TikTok, which is the, you know, biggest app out there right now that a lot of people use or, or snapchat stories or scrolling through instagram and twitter 20 times and knowing what's going to pop up because you already looked at it 10 minutes ago and it, it's bad you know you just kind of sit there for hours and hours and don't realize what time it is and then you know you don't get anything done which is which is not good absolutely um but Next question, does social media help you in your daily life, whether it's school, work, gaming, 
there's you know th- does it help you in a certain way in which way does it help you in which category um that's a very good question um i'd say i'd say mainly social media really helps me stay in contact with my friends i mean i know i use it um i use it for the people that live in my house i know we have a group chat for that and we kind of get our information across that just because you know not everybody has an iphone not everybody has an android so i mean you know just as well as a lot of people that are that are either going to be listening to this or you know have known the problem of just that group chats between those two phones don't work so using social media is a um is a balanced platform and more of i would say a, a common ground um that everybody has and no matter what operating system that you're on it works the same way. So you don't have any issues with messaging and sharing pictures and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, I I would say maybe technically, you know, I I do use discord. I mean, people may not think that as a social media, but it, but you can, you can go and find groups and stuff like that. I mean, I use that. I use that for gaming and sometimes even just talking to people too. Um, And, but mainly I would say that, Facebook is where I'm probably Facebook and Instagram is where I just, I use more of my family connections and really sort of relate to those two sites, my family and friends. I think that's um, what comes up in my life a lot more, which means that I think of it as a little two the two more important ones, just because it comes about in my daily life uh, more than others. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, it's definitely, Definitely important to keep in keep in touch with with friends and family over social media, and it's definitely nice to have that like right by your side. You know, during this time, it's it's like you just send a text to your buddy, or like, hey, can you call? Or you know, you Snapchat other you know other friends, teammates, and just seeing how they're doing, or just catching up and and talking since you know we've been in quarantine for what two months now. Almost? Yeah, just about. So that that's always nice. But so you're going to school for architecture. Yep. Um and you had a job before quarantine. Yep. And probably will after. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's um, been talked about. It's so. an architecture firm. <laughs> mhm. Up where you are. And what do they have? Do they use social media to shout their company out or or give out ideas or life lessons or or anything like that do they use social media in that type of um way? well I, I know they do have i think i believe they have a twitter and a facebook i'm not sure about anything else um there is i don't know for sure the names but there are specific sites for um I think for architecture firms to sort of get their, get their word out there, get their products out there, that sort of stuff. Um, I know they don't use it too much, but I guess it's kind of unfortunate because um, my firm um, was, has been in the family um, for quite a long time. So the, the owner now is the son of the original um, creator of the firm. So back, back then, I mean, when, you know, but as you know, they, you know, I'm sure you've um, heard our dad say that he did a lot of work for our grandfather 
through, you know, mm-hmm. his work, did a lot of renovations through his work. Um, so that was back in the day where social media wasn't even thought of. And the only social media that there was, was radio and the newspaper, you know, and, and television. So, um, so they don't use it too much just because that they're, they're so dug in to the city of Buffalo. Um, but, um, but, but definitely like just talking about not my firm, I mean, just not being in firms. I just, I know for a fact that my school, just the school of architecture uses so much social media. They have so many, they have a Facebook, they have, um, Instagram, um, I'm assuming they have a Twitter. I'm not really sure, but they, they use all of the social medias a lot to either encourage people to come to their school, look at their school, invest in their school and their future. Um, or even just for, um, you know, looking at companies outside of the school that, um, that look in to hire people from the school, um, and stuff like that. And I mean, it's, with the school plus every architecture firm, I mean, the bigger firms that you, that you find out there, they have, they have big social media presence that um, they also have a lot more money so that they can um, spend time creating these very creative projects that may not be built, but um, are very beautiful to look at and very aesthetically pleasing um, and really catches the eye of other people, which allows, um, which allows those people looking at those posts to sort of dive in and look at the firm more closely. And obviously they may not want to um, purchase work from them that they may have seen on social media, but it, it allows them to go. Um, I wouldn't say forces, but it, it maybe provokes them to go into the firm and look around to see their other services so that the firm can really use that as a, as a marketing tool. Yeah. And that that's really good that, you know, you're, architecture school has social media and and wants to connect with students and i know a lot of you know if not all the schools around the nation have social media sites for their schools i I know alfred does they have it for for sports and and arts and you know sports is a real big thing at alfred and you know there there's a page for everybody you know every team then there's a softball page tennis page swimming, diving, soccer, football, you know, Absolutely. You it, and pretty much every sport. And it, it's, it's really nice to see that social media can allow us to post, you know, our next match or, or game or, you know, highlights even like those are really sure. big because people, you know, might see or might not be able to go to the game and they want to see, you know, hey, like, what happened? You know, even if we won, who scored the goal? Did anybody get a video of it? So I know that's a real big, big part in today's society with school and sports. Um, you don't see that until you get to college because I know high school is not really, I, I guess, like accustomed mm-hmm. to that um, of, of making a page for their sports teams and all the mm-hmm. sports. But once you get to college, that's where it really gets like, Hey, this is a tennis page. If you like tennis, follow it. And, you know, we'll post updates and everything. Um, I know when I was at Bonas that, that happened. Um, there's, you know, go Bonnie's on Instagram and Twitter and, 
you know, the tennis page. And, you know, it was nice to see that. And, and that's why I think social media is good, you know, in some ways. Like you said, like people are born into it and we just get into the phones mm-hmm. right away when we're bored. But the good thing is also to, you know, get out there in the world and and be in contact with friends and family and, and post, you know, your sports clips, gaming clips, music, you name it. Um, so with that being said, where do you see social media and technology going in the next five to ten years? Well, I mean, it's it's very big now. Um, honestly, I just see, like you just talked about, honestly, you just you just said that colleges have always been big into social media and really advertising just because, you know, in my opinion, a lot of the advertising is to get more people interested, one in the school, two in the sport, and, you know, three, I mean, all of those involve really making money for the school. And that's not what really high school has always been about there that it's not too big into that just because, you know, that comes from whatever city it's in. Um, but as you know, you know, there are high schools that have the money to invest in somebody to keep track of the social media. Um, you know, I know that our high school, I think we ended up getting a couple social media sites like after, after I left or like during when I was there. Um, and I just think it's really, it's definitely beneficial, but I think it's in the, in the next five, 10 years, I really think there's just going to be a lot more. Um, there's going to be a lot more lower level schools, whether that's colleges or, um, or high schools, even just getting, I guess, maybe an upgrade in, you know, with their social media. And I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to predict too, because, you know, social media is very unpredictable because a lot of it's, you know, not necessarily controlled, but you know, a lot of the things that are shared are shared by people too. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to think about that, but I think one example would be sort of high school getting a, you know, getting an upgrade to, to their social media sites and just getting, getting their presence out there, which could, you know, have a ripple effect to, you know, increasing sports wise, maybe more scouts look at that school or, you know, more people want to go to that high school in order to be prospected to, you know, the college that they want and stuff like that. So, um, mm. I guess sports wise, yes, that, um, I mean, I, I just feel like, especially this with, with this pandemic going on, um, I just, I think a lot more small, small businesses are going to invest time in making, um, making or either, um, making additions to their social media pages and their, their online sites, because it's, it's really crazy how, some pizza places um, I know up in Buffalo, they're, they're doing, they're doing extremely well. And some of them are doing even better than before, you know, with, with having their stores open. So, I mean, there's, if more people do online or more people like do their own apps or they do, you know, their online services and more takeout and delivery, um, you know, that could also result in rest restaurants and pizzerias or just, you know, anything really in general being downsized because if a lot more people are focused or, you know, what I should say, it it goes back to people wanting things quicker and more efficiently. So if you don't have to go out and get your pizza, why wouldn't you want to get it ordered in? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think people are realizing right now is that, you know, if this, this shutdown, you know, happened, you know, people are 
probably people that are home are going to realize that like, wow, this is, this is really easy to do this. Like, why didn't I discover this earlier? Like I, I can guarantee you that there's a lot of people out there that have, you know, discovered or rediscovered DoorDash or Grubhub or, you know, those sort of things. And I can guarantee you that they're probably going to use it more based on this. I mean, I'm a person that likes to go out, you know, have a drink, sit down, enjoy a dinner, you know, in a restaurant, but there's a lot of people that just, they can live without that. And that's where you see a spike in people ordering, ordering in, uh, especially right now, obviously, but I can, you know, I can really see that, you know, with the increase of everybody ordering out and ordering delivery and whatnot, I can really see, you know, a lot of businesses possibly just downsizing and trying to go more online. Instead of in-person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Because it just, it makes more sense. It's easier for other people. And, and heck, I mean, if I was a business owner and I had this, this big restaurant and it, it cost a lot of money to, uh, to keep running and, you know, I was still making money, but obviously I, I don't want to use any money on keeping the place, you know, clean and just paying the rent in general. Like, why wouldn't I want to downsize if I can just make more money by doing delivery and stuff? Yeah, that, that, that's a good idea. And I, I do see that happening. I do agree with you that a lot of places will downsize and and start doing more deliveries. Um, and I, I do feel like that, that is a good idea because it will make them more money and not have them, like what you said, have this big, huge building or like rent space that they have to keep putting in, you know, most of the money that they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, you got to think of the repercussions of that too, because once less people stop paying rent, like, then you got to think of, you know, the buildings that may not be rented out and need to be rented to somebody else. And that, you know, those have their own little roots that go out into the economy and sort of, you know, make ripples down the line. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So there's a lot of apps out there. Like I said, Snapchat, TikTok, you know, rest in peace, Vine. <laughs> I loved Vine. That was a good one. Um, so do you ever think that there will be a time where there's just one app that everyone uses? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's a very good question. I mean, I don't personally, like right off the top of my head, there would be a, a social media or just an app that everybody uses. I mean, I know, you know, I know with Twitter, I know with Instagram and Facebook, that a lot of the, I mean, even, even Snapchat to a certain extent, I know that a lot of the other apps like TikTok and Vine and all the other, you know, I guess meme apps, I would say, um, they filter into, but I, I don't see, I, I know Twitter, um, like Twitter, Instagram and Facebook all have their own, they all have their specialty, I guess it's, it's not necessarily with the, um, the type of content that is on there. I mean, in some cases, yes, that's the exact case. Um, but I think they all have their own unique way of allowing people to express the way they feel about things and the way they share things. Um, and I, I, right now I can't see anybody making one big app that would combine all that. Um, but I mean, who knows, like I said, the, it's very unpredictable just because it is, you know, 
everything's shared by other people for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during my, my class that this is for T17 for social media, um, do you know the movie Snowden? I do. I haven't watched it, but I do know of it and I do know, you know, the premise of it. So this, it was in 2013 that it happened and the movie came out three years later. Um, so it, it kind of comes together in the movie. I don't want to spoil it for you. In the movie. We're back. (laughs) Sorry about that. I'm not really sure what happened. It just sort of kicked you out. Yeah. It kicked me out, but, uh, so we're talking about Snowden. Um, 2013, it happened. Movie came out in 2016. Um, very, very big movie, I would say. Very, very moving in, in my opinion with how I think about social media nowadays. Um, so he was actually in Hong Kong where he had news reporters from big news companies come and and record him and take down notes and make this whole thing go viral to let people know what they were doing and what the government was doing. Okay. And it was very interesting to see what the government was doing, especially with, you know, the, the cameras on your phone and computer and, and listening in and they had all the, this ability and, and everything like that. And it just, it, it's kind of interesting to me that they have this much power that they can just check up on people whenever they want to. So my question is, why do you think they have the ability to do that? And we'll, we'll start with that question first. Why do you think they have the ability to just peek in on somebody, like whether it's computer or phone calls or checking what you're looking up on and uh, on on the internet. Well, I mean, thinking that they have the ability to do that. I mean, I I think it, it probably goes back to um, 9-11. I honestly think that we didn't really have any reason to be looking at our, looking at anybody's information. Um, but I think after that, it really sort of changed, um, the nation's view when I really mean the nation, I mean the government's view about, um, about who, who really is who. And there is, there are, I mean, you know, anybody listening to this or whatnot can, can say that, you know, they know, they know people or know of people that have, that have done some, some bad things and even some pretty bad things. Um, and that that is something that I definitely think the uh, the government wants to just make sure that nobody, you know, nobody can do that again, you know, and they want to make sure that nobody's really, you know, plotting to do harm, um, plotting to do harm, like, you know, coming from us or coming from anywhere, really. Um, and they, they kind of want to stop it before it happens. Um you know, I know that um, 
that would be my take and that would be the reason why that you know i am sort of for that but also the point that you know it's not it's not really fair it's not really you know i guess it's also not legal it's 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 a very you know that's that's a very touchy subject i know for for almost everybody um i know that you know it's just that really is necessary in some cases but unnecessary in a lot of cases yeah and i and i know watching it and i can guess that there were a lot of people that were were happy that he did this and were were glad that they knew what was happening you know with the government and looking up on them and checking up on them and th- and this was worldwide you know the the US and the CIA were just trying to you know get information from people and then they were like oh you know we can check up on whoever we want to mm-hmm. so they they wiretapped and and all that stuff and then there's the side where you know people were you know pissed off to say the least about you know oh you work for the government like it's a good job like why are you you doing this like you, you just ruined your job and you know get arrested for treason if you ever come back to the states which he's not he's living in russia and i guess it comes to like morals and views like how you view information and and whether or not like what you want to do with it i think like that's the biggest thing that i look at it of course and I feel like that's why he did it, but it's also, you know, links to social media, you know, how he did it is, you know, the part, you know, not the biggest part of the movie. I mean, really the biggest part of the movie, but don't want to spoil it too much. You know, he was in a hotel room in Hong Kong and had these news reporters from big news companies come in and and report him and you know, video and audio and they got the files that he he stole and everything like that and he wanted them to put it out to make it believable because if he just put it out then no one would believe him. So it comes to the point where like social media and the news is like a big thing in this situation. So kind of like kind of the same question, like do you think that he should have gone a different route with how he put it out in you know in the world in the news or you know you haven't watched the movie but do you think going through one of the biggest news companies was the right thing hmm. i mean i guess both things that were done you know the 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 wiretapping and sort of looking at people's the whistleblower. Yeah. yeah. The, the stuff like that. And both, I mean, both were kind of wrong. Cause I mean, he, he stole, he didn't just sort of whistleblow. Um, if, if, if I'm saying that correctly, I mean, he, he did steal things. Um, I think it was, mm, I mean, it, I mean, it's really tough. I mean, he could have, maybe he, I don't, I don't know what he stole. Um, you know, my first thinking would be he may, may have stole some important documents from the government that may have had information on it that, you know, 
could really throw off maybe, you know, CIA operations, you know, anywhere they needed to, and that would compromise American lives. And I think that's, you know, where I would probably look for first, because, you know, without that, then, you know, that sacrifices American lives. That just, that doesn't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, but I mean, they're both wrong. I mean, I, I'm a person that really sees both sides of things. So, um, so, I mean, I, I think they're both wrong in a sense. Um, but I definitely don't think going to the news, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know which, which other way to go, but I mean, bringing it out to the news where they could say whatever they want um, after he tells them information, you know, I mean, you know, just as well as I do that in social media, you can't, you can't really read everything that you, that you see and believe everything that you see. You got to take things with a grain of salt and sort of fact check yourself. Um, you know, during that time, I mean, and also during this time, I mean, there's a lot of fact checking that needs to be done before we, we can really believe stuff. We can't just um, we can't just see what we want to see or see what's what, what first comes to our um, our field of view. We have to really sort of do some digging on our own to make sure what we're reading is factual. Yeah, that's true. And the files that he stole or, or leaked were files of what his job was was he worked with the 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 cia and the nsa and the files were about you know the wiretappings with you know iraq and you know all over the country and tapping into people's phones and invading their privacy so that's what he leaked and i mean it's a great movie okay um i don't know where it's on I don't know where we watch it, but, you know, I watched it in class and it, it really got my perspective on on social media and news sites coming back to it. It's just it's crazy how much. I guess power, I would say that that they have on the world is that they can really report on anything and there's going to be pe- a lot of people believing it because that's the news site that they watch or you know, they believe it was the right thing or, you know, whatnot. And then there's people on the other side that are going to protest and want justice and everything. And that was, you know, a big part of this movie and still is now, you know, he can't come back to the United States without being sent to prison for treason and, you know, passport is revoked and everything like that. Um, but but it's crazy, you know, coming back to the whole social media thing is it's crazy to see how these platforms have have enhanced our lives, but can also destroy them within the matter of seconds. Of course. But that is all the questions I have for you. Okay. It's going to be a two-part podcast because we did have technical difficulties <laughs> where I was kicked from the episode <laughs> but thank you for coming on absolutely absolutely I'm i appreciate the 30 minutes that we had or so i don't remember what we were when i got kegged yeah <laughs> but i hope all is well up in buffalo oh it is i will see you uh, whenever tomorrow <laughs> or whatnot yep um but thanks for coming on i appreciate it i hope everything's well stay safe
stay healthy, and I will see you guys next time. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. Peace out.